You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Halacha Beis in the Yerushalmi. Hamachlik B'Tseilim. So basically what the person is doing is he's taking some parts of these onions and some he's not taking. Now, even though generally we talked about Yerokos in general, the carrots and other types of things, there's no Chiv Peya because you don't really keep them for a long time. Onions, at least certain type of onions, you were able to keep for a long period of time. And because you're able to keep them for a long period of time, therefore, uh, the onions were able to, um, uh, were chayev and peya. Now, let's say in the onions themselves, you realize that some are growing a little bit different than others. There's some that will be ready a little bit different. And you make the decision that the lachim are going lashuk, <laughs> that the ones that are wet, those are the ones that have not yet developed completely. You're going to harvest them a tad earlier and get them into the marketplace. The ones that are in the ground that will be drier, those ones are going to be what you're going to process on your own farm. So since basically you've got two different sections, even though you're basically taking those to the shuk, selling them to another party, but you have a chi of pay on both. No same pay Even though it's all the same basic onion, you might have t- detected a difference between the onion in the north and the onion in the south, and maybe that determined why you decided to take one to the shuk, but it's basically the same min. Here's a situation where you're chayiv two times to take peya twice from one onion, and you don't take off one from the other. If it's beans, now what's kerem hameidel? Now, meidel is like this. Maidel is an interesting thing that you're doing. Um, it should be v'chein b'kerem, stop. Hamedel. What's a case of Maidel? Take a look at Rav Chaim Kanievsky's beer here. Keshabitzelem g'delem ritzufim. What happens here is, it's onions, yes, but they are crunched, bunched together. For some reason, you plant them very close to each other. So what do you do? Oker mikzosan. You take out some of the stuff from the middle part. In order that the rest should grow well and should grow with plenty of space. Now, that's not called katsira. Why? Because you're not really, that part you probably don't need to eat. You're taking the stuff in the middle out or wherever it is on the sides in order for what's left to grow. So therefore, when you're Maydale, right, a good uh, Jewish Maydale, when you when you when, <laughs> when you do Maydale, ha Maydale, no semenam meshuer almashashir. You're only chayiv to give from the stuff that's left in the ground, not the stuff that you ripped up from it. Hamachlik um, meachas. Let's say me'achas yad. When you take the um, 
you have the two types of onions, and um, you don't take it to shuk, but you decide to harvest one before the other. For some reason, you harvest the wet ones, and you leave the others in the ground. You don't take it to the market. You decide you're going to process both of them on your own farm. Or maybe you decide to take both of them to the market. So even though they are different, but since they don't go to two directions, so therefore the din is, let's read the words inside, hamachalik, even though you are separating the two onion patches, and right, in a sense, that one is different than the other, but still they're going for the same place. So no siminashur alakol. You can actually, when the stuff you take off second, you can take off peya from what you took first. There could be one nesinas peya for everything. Tony, we have a brace that says hameirag chayiv betchilos of a chayiv besofo. Hmm. We don't even know what that means. We know meirag is some sort of cutting, some sort of harvesting. It's it's a word that shows up. We're not sure what it means, right? We're not sure what meirag means, right? What does meirag mean? Again, the brisa was unusual to us. The brisa came down to the to the rabbanim and the yerushalmi, and they're not sure what it meant. We know a meirag is chayiv b'tchilaso. That probably has to do with peya, and there's a chiv of meirag at the end. So, ve'edino meirag, what does it even mean? Am Rav I think I know what it means. Even though it says meirag, it means God at the Tanin, and it's just like our Mishnah. That brisa is like a, you know, sort of like a cousin of our Mishnah, just stated in a lot of awkward, with a word which people don't understand. Remember, the brises were vestiges of what could have made it in the Mishnah, what someone else was studying from that time. That's basically what the Mishnah means. That's what Rav says. Which means some of them are going to the market. And that's what it says. You have to take pay it twice. So Rav says this price is just what our Mishnah means. He says, no, I think it means something else. We're talking about something called the small onion, the Ketzach onion. And what's with the Ketzach onion? The Ketzach onion is an onion that where it grows, it grows a bunch of little ones. Right? That's that's what the Ketzach onion is. It's a bunch of little onions. Okay. And then what happens? Um, so, if you leave it where it is, then what you get is he ovid botzel dakik. So what happens now? It, it comes out that you have a lot of thin onions. You have more onions, but they're thinner and smaller. But if you actually let it grow originally, let's say cramped together, all these little onions cramped together, and then you take some of them away, then you plant them somewhere else. Who ovid botzel rav? Then they become a much bigger onion. So what we're saying is, is that when you take it out, 
you're really, you, even though you might decide to replant it, maybe you'll plant it, maybe you won't, you're high if to take pay it twice in that case. Hmm. Mar says, why should you think that it's not chayiv and peya. Why should you think when you harvest them when they're small to replant them? Just because you're going to replant it, that doesn't mean you're potter. Just because you have a, a, a vegetable or something that's growing and that what you do is replant it, but if it's edible the way it is now, you still have to take pay from what you from what you took out of the ground. What it, think about it. You think you should be potter minapeya? Vachitim. Think about wheat. Every single year when you grow wheat, there's a large amount of wheat that grows that you don't process. You just replant it. Vachitim. We know when it comes to wheat, you have much of it is replanted. Still, it's considered part of your calculation of what you have to take pay off. You don't exit out of the picture. So why should you think that you're not chayev for these onions that you replant? Tamar says, it's different. When it comes to wheat, even though a, a, a decent percentage, a small important percentage of the crop, of the wheat crop gets replanted, and not all of it goes to the processing, most of it does. When it comes to these little onions that grow in these bunches, really most of them, Ruben Lizria. And that's the Kiddush, that even though most of it is going to get replanted, since it is edible the way it was, and it grew naturally here, despite how thin it was and small, you have to take pay it twice. According to Rav Yirmiya, then who says that Meirag just means like our Mishnah, then Yerek Chayiv uh, Bipeya. So, okay. Why? Because we're talking about, um, let's say, uh, um, because it, 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 it's, it's, because it's going to the market. It's a very good, it's not a small little onion that you're replanting. What about Mino Machnisa Lakiyum? Let's say it's Chayvin Peya. Because basically the other one, you're keeping it. You're taking it to the shuk. But, but this is a type of, 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 of vegetable that you, that you keep and, and you keep it for it to last. So now the question is, ma'ovelei Rabbi Yaisi, right? What would Rabbi Yaisi say? Rabbi Yaisi says, that the lachen or potter from peya. He says that, what do you do? Um, Samara says, let's read it again. Mavra Biyasi, Gomor, I skip something. In other words, basically, 
it doesn't mean that it's that it's wet, right? What it means is is that we're talking about stuff that really is pretty much finished. All it needs is to dry, and therefore it's not like you have things that re- that aren't really a good uh, a good katsira. It's wet. But it's basically ready, and that's and you're sending to the market. That's why they're both chayev and peyev. Tony, we have a price that says leket kitzircha. You've got to do the way normal people do. What do normal people do? Normal people harvest the low leket kituf. They don't take it off with their hands. Kituf is like ripping it with their hands. Kitzircha is with tools. You, you, that's the way you harvest with tools, not with your hands. Rabzira, therefore, if you harvest it with your hands, you wouldn't be chayiv in peya yet, because all you're doing is going to the field and pulling at it. Rabzira, a person with his hands, shibolin lisoso. He's got all, he goes into the field and he takes a couple of shibolin, some more shibolin, some more stalks. And and, and, and and piecemeal, he grinds them to get flour from them. Afilu koshuhu. Now, this doesn't mean even a small amount. Even if he's got a lot. He, right now, he's got a lot of grain, a lot of flour. Pater minapeya. Why? Because he did it by hand, little by little. Even though now he's left with a lot of stuff. Rebelezer Amar. Even if he used a real instrument, but he didn't do like a normal harvester, he just harvested like one one stalk and then another stalk, then another piece, even though what he was using was a metal, uh, a good instrument, you're still potter from peya because that's not called a katsira. That's true. That's if he didn't take everything. If he didn't take everything, you could say, oh, we really didn't do Ketira yet. But if, if the whole field is gone, there's nothing standing there, he did it all by hand, little by little, then he would be chive to take off Bayer. Masatani, if a Bryce that says, it says that if a person has five vines, okay, and they're all growing grapes, and what does he do? Boats run. He starts harvesting it. And he brings it into his house. And now you look outside, they're all gone. There's no grapes left. Right? That's a bit. He left anything. He can go back and get it. There's no chiv orla. There's no din of Meister Shani of Revai bringing it up to Yerushalayim. Now, if there's stuff that's small, that's growing there, that's a separate din. That has nothing to do with the way he did Ketzira. So what do you see? You see that even though he finished it off, Rabbi Yossi says that if you finish everything off, you did it in a strange way, but you were coats of the whole field, then we're going to make you Chayev and Peya because there's nothing left. And now that was your Ketzira. But here we see from this Brisa that you can be Potter. 
Amar Abudin, Khan Bigamurot, Khan Bishainan Gamurot. The reason why uh, the Bryce says your potter is because those Gafanim were not ready. The case of earlier by hand, where Rabiosi says make sure there's something left, is where the stuff you were doing by hand was completely ready. That's the difference. When the stuff was not really ready, so even if you take all of it, who bites run, you're going to be putter, because you're not chayiv and payah. Whereas Rabiosi was talking about a case where it was nigmar, but he was doing it in a weird way. So we only gave him the patur if he would have left something there. But if he takes the whole field off, we're going to make him be chayiv and payah. That was Rabiudin's answer. You really could say in both cases, everything is finished. But why in one case is your only chayiv and peya? You're going to be chayiv and pay if you take the, if you if you if you eradicate everything from the field or you take everything off the field, and in the other case you're putter, even though you took everything off. Okay. So why Yechayev? Khan Keshabikesh La'ochlan. What's your purpose? What's your purpose in gathering them? If your purpose is to just to eat them as grapes, then the fact that you did it by hand, the fact you did it little by little, even though you ended up getting all of them off your field, there's nothing left. There's no vines. There's no grapes on the vines anymore. They've all been cut down. You're putter. Because basically, it's, it's, when it comes to grapes, what the chiv is, is the purpose of growing grapes is to make wine. To eat grapes, even though it's tasty, you're going to be putter. Since you're trying to make wine out of it, which is the purpose of why you grow the grapes in the first place, therefore you're going to be chayiv if you take them all. Rabbi Yossi can get from the Bryce, so the Bryce get from Yossi. Let's say your purpose is not to make bread. Okay? Your purpose is just to take grains, and like we saw by Carmel, to just eat the, eat the stalks raw, roll them in your hand and soften them and eat them and make them raw. Alfilo Shire, even though there's nothing left in the field, you're putter from Peah. As we see from the Bryce, if you want to make them wine, then you're going to be Chayev, right? So then, then you'd be Chayev if you, get, if you do all of them. But if you leave some over, you have a p'tur. Because you did it by hand. You did it uh, piece by piece. So even though your purpose on it was the main purpose of, of why the, the, the plant was grown, but since you did it little by little and you left something, you're not going to be chayev for the wine taking paya from the stuff that you uh, harvested and from the wine that you made. 
The Mishnah talked about being maydale, taking stuff out of the middle to let everything grow better. Tanya. Where do we say Maydale uh, creates that situation where uh, you don't have to take pay from the stuff that you took out of it, the middle stuff that allows everything else to grow better? That's where you're not going to throw it away, but you'll try to get whatever money you can from it in the market. Avo Let's say you take those middle uh, uh, onions or whatever it was that was growing bitzfifut, and you take it to the house and you let it um, you let it sit in the house for a while then it's considered no semenshur alakol that it's one katsira and whatever you take pay it from you take pay it from everything including the stuff you were made you go back to when you planted it. When did you make this thick eva from thickness? When did you make this thick, uh, put these thick amount of vegetables together? When your purpose of thickening it was why? The reason why you, you made it so thick was because you later hope to strip these things out. So then we say, the, from the beginning, this he knew, he didn't know exactly what stuff he was going to weed out, but he knew it wasn't going to be everything that he was planting. Let's say he just planted them all close together because he wants to get a lot of little ones. He's not interested in getting a decent amount of big ones. He wants to get a lot, that was his original intent. Then in the middle, he decides to take some of them out in order for the other stuff to grow better. So then it doesn't make a difference. It will make a difference where he's taking that middle stuff, whether he's giving it in his house to sit on the, on, on the ledge. Even though he's going to take it to the market, no semishur alcohol. It's considered one katsira because that was the way it was supposed to be the whole time. Okay, we've got three minutes. Three or four minutes. Let's go to the next Mishnah. The Imohos, the mothers, the big mothers. What are we talking about? We'll find out. Rabbi Yossi says those big mothers are poter. Poter. Milavnot, little squares of growing material of onions. Shabena Yerek, they're in with the other vegetables. Remember, we talked about that. That's a negative thing. That's not good for either. Rabbiosi says, even so, it's done sometimes. Even though you have these carrots and rutabagas and other stuff in between, and you're only taking payoff from the onions, you only take, only take pay it once from each. That counts for all of them. I'm sorry. Rabbiosi says you have to take pay from each one. Chachamim say, one pay for all. What is the imohos? Rab says it's purgada. What is purgada? Purgada means it's an onion that you use to get seeds for other onions. A big fat onion that you use to get seeds for other onions. That's what it is. A purgada. Bitsewa magadolim shamanichin wazera. 
You don't even use, you don't put it into the, into your omelets. It sits there and you use it for seeds. Since you, you let it stay much longer in the ground, even though eventually you, you rip it out, it, it's basically an unedible item. It's good to have onion seeds to use to replant. That's why it's called the mother, like the queen bee. That's what emos are. Shmuel says it's after you've ripped the onions out. There's other little pieces of onion that are sort of little onions in themselves that are still connected to the roots. Normally, it's not worth it to dig down there and, and, and rip them out. But they are still there, and they could still grow. And, and you usually don't take them when you harvest. You usually just get the top layer, and there's these other little onion-like bulbs that are connected to the roots. That's the tzum chusa. And therefore, uh, um, we can figure out what the machlokas between Rebbe and Rebbe, the Chacham and Rabbi Yossi are. The Chachamim say you're Chayiv and Peya. Rabbi Yossi says you're Potter. Why? Because Purgada, according to Rav, it's, it's, it's difficult to eat. And according to Shmuel, we're going to see why Rabbi Yossi says, why Rabbi Yossi would say you're not Chayiv. Lamaisa, even though originally you didn't uh, harvest the onions, you ripped the first things out, but then when you looked when you looked a little bit closer, you saw near the roots, you had these other bulbs, and then you took them. Why should you be potter? So we'll find out in a minute. What would be the reason according to Shmuel? According to Rav, why Rabbi Yossi says you're potter? Because it's not really an edible item. The Chachamim say, According to Shmuel, well, you could eat it. It is an onion, and you did harvest it out of the ground. It doesn't taste so good, but it's still an onion, and you therefore have to, have to take pay from it as well. According to Shmuel, the reason why you're potter, it's not a bad-tasting onion. Mishum hefker, because since originally when you did your first harvest, most people don't even go back a second time to take it. Most people just leave it in the ground with the roots. Most people don't consider it it's hefker. And hefker is potter from paya. <laughs> then what's the reason of the Chachamim? If it's really Hefker, why do the Chachamim say you do have to take Peya from the Imohos? Because you know why? Because he goes back and gets them. It's like any balabas, we, we give a knas, any balabas who makes, who, who makes himself an ani and then goes and gets material from the, from, uh, from the farm. We make him chayiv and peya. Because look, you're choser v'zocha. And that shows you that you didn't really do hefker. The fact that you went back and got it, that's why the chachamim say you're chayiv and peya. V'zocha ben achas achas. We know that the Chachamim said to Rabbi Yossi, even though this stuff doesn't last a long, you don't have a lot of them, right? It's not Miskayim B'meruba, 
you still take a little of them. Hmm. So what were the Chachamim saying? The Chachamim were saying to Rabbi Yossi, not because it's not Hefker. The reason why they were saying, they, it's because this stuff, a person doesn't keep it for a long time. That's why it's Potter from Peya, this leftover bulbs. So, having less time at the Lomishum, Machnisa Lakiyam. That shows that the reason behind it is because the reason why Rabiosi is Potter is because you're not really going to keep it. You're not going to really keep it around. That's the reason why these onions, even though you went back and got them, you don't really plan on keeping them. They're not, they're not, they're not strong enough. So it sounds not like the way Rabiosi said that was based on Hefker. But all of that is, seems to be going with the opinion of Shmuel. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.